Hey, welcome back to the Tunes Podcast. I guess it's Tunes. <laughs> I was just talking to Jacob about this. Uh, like, I didn't know. Like, so many people have said, like, Tunes and Tunes. Or Tunes, Tunes? Like, I don't know. What do you think sounds better? Uh, two, like the letter number, number two. Two, <laughs> two NS. It's, like, confusing it's like to people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Jacob's in the house. Uh, this is episode 11. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media, Tunes or Tunes and Tunes podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. Uh, that's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And then you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts. So yeah, uh, actually met Jacob not that long ago, right? Uh, maybe two months? Has it even been no, that long? Yeah, it's not even that long. Probably yeah. like a month or two, like less than a month. Ago. A month. Yeah, a month. Uh, but randomly he was at the pump and he like knows the Souders brothers that do a Wafty show. I think it was after like a Tower concert, right? Yeah. And he was just like, uh, he was just there because he works with one of the guys. But I just met him that day and then we discovered that we both liked anime. And so it's like really cool. It's like a testament to the local scene, I think, of like Definitely. how you can meet someone like in the serendipitous way and then figure out that you all, you guys like all the same shit. And they all like watching men scream at each other in yeah. cartoon form. <laughs> Uh, it's just an interesting concept and it's like one of the most exciting things about doing a show is that I can like meet these people around the t- around town and just like figure out that we all like the same shit and that it's just like, you don't feel as weird because you don't, um, it's, you don't feel like you're alone in the stuff that you like now. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, Jacob, like how did you, uh, do you remember like how you kind of first got into anime? Like a lot of my guests, they talk about like watching the tsunami block or just like finding things randomly. Is that kind of how you had like your first introduction? Yeah, more or less. I remember, um, as a kid, you know, small child, the four kids dub of, of Dragon Ball Z would come on at 4 AM or 5 AM or something ridiculous. Yeah, like, like hella that. early. Yeah. And like, my dad would be getting ready for work and I'd wake up and be like, oh, this this cartoon. I enjoy cartoons, but it's also like, oh, this kid's a gorilla. And <laughs> and he got really big and also they're fighting. And it's really cool. But um, yeah, I went from that to the... Um, I actually skipped over Toonami because I didn't really have cable till I was like a teenager. And by then the Toonami block was gone or at least... Or it was, it was garbage. More, it was more yeah. Adult Swim at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. all the Adult Swim animes. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, like, I more that I talk to people, I mean, I think it's just the, you know, the circumstantial, like, of how it happened that people just randomly happen to find this show, like, that's on this block. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, people's, more than often, more than often, it's, like, a, like their first intro was watching one or two shows on Toonami. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's, like, the perfect, like, way to get into it is just to have it, like, there and have it available because there's definitely other things you could have been watching um, because then there's just, like, you know, um, Digimon, Pokemon, like, on on Fox and, like, WB and all that. But uh, to have that availability of, like, that show um, on Cartoon Network was really cool. Even in in the later years, like, the Adult Swim, there's a lot of good stuff on there. Like, they did Cowboy Bebop. They did Outlaw Star. Like, they brought it back on. It was kind of like a hybrid, like, Adult Swim, Toonami, like, kind of a cool thing. And they just brought Toonami back all all together. Yeah, yeah, and then they just brought it back all together. Um, I'm I'm pretty stoked about some of the series that you said you were a fan of because, like, I'm a huge fan of, like, a lot of these. Um, So, like, Cowboy Bebop, that's, like, one that I think is just, like, a staple. That's going to be a staple for all my guests. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I assume that one's, like, 
you, you kind of got your intro to that, like on Toonami as well, yeah, or like on, yeah. uh, like, was it Adult Swim? Yeah, it was, it was like Saturday night at like yeah. 11. <laughs> and I was, I was always like anxious, like, oh yeah, Kelby Bebop, and then Trigun as well. Yeah. Which I didn't put on the list, but like, I remember, because the way TV shows always aired it, you know, it was like in the middle of the series, and this one was like near the end, it was with like the first episode I saw, or one of them the main characters dies and I'm like, Oh shit. But like, <laughs> then I kind of, when you rewatch it, you're like messes you up. And yeah. You're, you're like, like, God yeah. damn it. Like I know, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. I don't want to get attached yeah. to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trigun's one. I don't think we've actually talked about that one yet. So that's like oh, an yeah, interesting, fun. that's an interesting pull. Yeah. Uh, I remember that one coming out. Um, I just remember like the, how cool the style was in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a, uh, I remember seeing a list of like top 10 or it was like top hundred animes of all time. Yeah. And it was like a crowdsourced list. So you could like vote in real time. on like what the best show was. Oh. And it was like, Trigon was like number three of all wow. time. I was like, sh- like Trigon's cool, but like calm down. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was that cool, but yeah. I guess there was like a huge like following for that show. Yeah. Um, one of the other ones you mentioned was my hero Academ- academia. Yeah. I have the hardest time saying that. Just say macadamia. Yeah, without the M. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, a, it's a really cool anime. It's it's really new. Like, last year was his first season, and the manga's only been running for, like, three or four years. And uh, basically, it's a world where everybody has superpowers, or a lot of people have superpowers, and if you don't, it's more, un, it's more uncommon to not have a superpower. And the main character doesn't, but he's like, I want to be a hero so bad. And then... Um, his, he idolizes All Might, which is voiced by Chris, Christopher Sabat, who voices Vegeta and Piccolo and Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist and um, a lot of classic characters in anime. And uh, he na- really nails it out of the park. He meets All Might and a lot of stuff happens and All Might takes him under his wing. And uh, it's it's honestly like really cool shonen. I know a lot of people have grown at shonen. Yeah, a lot like of people kind of shit on it. Yeah. Or, go, go, or um, Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that but i feel like it's gonna be really fun shonen whereas naruto is just grinding i know there's like a million episodes yeah. uh that's like the same series that i talked to tim Wynn about he was on the episode or he, he was on an episode before yeah um where he is actually the first one that brought up my hero academia oh, yeah. and he was actually a huge fan of naruto and has seen like every episode, including fillers, like multiple times. Oh, and I'm like, what the fuck do you do with all your time? Like, <laughs> that's Naruto. so much. Uh, yeah, was so he much. wearing like the Naruto headband? Yeah. That you see the kids wearing. He ran stuff? with his arms behind his back. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, it was just funny because it's like, damn, like, are you like, do you need to get home to watch like Naruto? <laughs> 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 watch the show? Like, Naruto shit, are you behind? Crunchyroll. Uh, yeah, like you kind of brought up the other ones, uh, Full Full Metal Alchemist, yeah. and I don't think we've. I think maybe he touched on that one, but yeah. uh, that's one I've actually been wanting to get into. Um, can you kind of talk about like the appeal of that show, kind of like sure. what the main draw of that show is? Well, I think a lot of it is the kind of the framing of the story. Basically, it's a redemption story because, you know, these kids, they practice alchemy, which is this other dimensional magic type thing is the way they set it up. But they try to bring back their mother, which is outlawed and uh, really messy up and they end up their bodies get maimed and um one kid loses his body and just becomes a spirit in a suit of armor and that alone is like that's pretty intense and you kind of want to see where the story goes from there and you find out that you know there's conspiracies from the government there's secret societies and it all just goes you know 
in really interesting directions. There's actually two versions of Full Metal Alchemist. On yeah, I've seen it as like yeah. a, a, an alternate. Is it like an alternate timeline, or is it just like a anthology? Like it's no. just an all different story. It's well, it is different, but um, the regular Full Metal Alchemist is just its own story, and I think the subsequent movies are based on that story. But um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is actually a lot closer to the manga. Okay. So a lot of what you see in the manga. So there's just a lot of differences. Like some main characters are different all like entirely. Huh. Um, I, I'm probably gonna get a lot of fly for this, but I actually like the original Mo- uh, full metal alchemist more. I felt brotherhood, like, I don't know. I felt like the differences were weird and didn't really make sense in the story and then what they did with the original. Um, but I definitely recommend both. Yeah. As a watch. Do you think that stems from like, did you kind of have like an investment in that original like source material, like yeah. the manga? Oh, and so maybe that kind of, that kind of stems from like that, like you had that as like your perception. So then whenever it's adapted, it's like, well, does it really do it justice type of thing? I don't, I don't know because like the people I've talked to who liked the, um, like brotherhood, they, I'm pretty certain have never read the manga or never will. So, I'm not entirely sure what the appeal of it is. <laughs> I don't know why people like this. It is. It, I think it is more action packed <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Why, it's okay to be wrong once in a while, yeah. but <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it is more action packed, but I thought the, the story of the original was a little crazier. So, yeah, I remember seeing like a, uh, and it was like one of those things, like, I think it was on like an original run of like a set, like that Saturday night adult swim stuff. Uh, and I remember seeing like just one off like random episode of it and seeing that it was like the suit of armor guy. It was actually yeah. like a kid. And I was just like, what the hell? You hear Steve Bloom's voice. Yeah. So I had like no background on like what the show was or like what the purpose of like yeah. where they were going was for. And so I think that's kind of like I could attribute that to kind of not getting into it like originally. Sure. Like whenever it first came out, because there's, there's several shows that. I talked to my guests about like never watching and they're like, it like blows their mind. Like, I've really? never seen it. Yeah. They're like, what? And they're like, what do you have an uh, anime podcast? No, they don't, <laughs> they don't say that, but that's kind of like my purpose of starting it though, is because you know, you know about these shows, but to actually hear about like the reasoning behind like what makes a show good or stand out or what the appeal of the show is, it kind of helps, you know, kind of helps me understand a little bit better and then maybe I could like check it out for myself and like sure. watch through the series and stuff like that. Um, one of the other shows that you attacked was a uh, one punch man. Oh yeah. Uh, I watched that on subs man. And that was rough. I think I get spoiled. Like, Oh yeah. Just watching. Well, the dubs. dubs are out. Yeah. And, and so, but I think I watched the original was on like Hulu. Oh yeah. Uh, before the dubs came out. Ago. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> I get so spoiled, like having to read. I'm yeah. like, this is stupid. Well, like, luckily it's only 12 episodes. So it's yeah. Not it's not too, long. it's not too long. Yeah, um, I think 10 or 12, but, but that's kind of reminiscent of that, like that My Hero Academia show, kind of, it, because it's it, kind of like that, you know, like the duality of like yeah. the the guy taking the, the the other dude under his wing, and then they're trying to like, you know, for the greater good, like work towards it. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit of a different format though, because from my understanding, like My Hero Academia is like a, uh, is that like a, what is that, like a school type thing? Yeah, it's like a the school trope, but it also is like coming of age. Yeah, but with one punch man he's already came of age and he's yeah. already the best fighter and the the story kind of at first follows him saitama and like genos is there but like you always know he's the strongest and he nobody can beat him uh so far 
So that's that's just that that story alone is like really crazy because you never see that. It's always like, oh, this one person is the strongest. I can't beat them. And like even when the strongest known being in the universe shows up to Earth and he has to fight him, he's still like. Oh yeah, I got this. Just shits on him. Yeah, and it's then, funny because like uh, the the level like the humor throughout the series is funny too. Because oh, like uh, I remember one episode where he's like they went to that castle and they're like fighting that um, that uh, beast or whatever. Oh yeah, and he's like the beast is like hitting them like all over the place, yeah. and he's like, oh, like how could I do this? And then you think he's like talking about losing, but he like he really just like left the oven on or something. I can't <laughs> no, remember exactly it what was, it was. He forgot about a sale at a grocery That's store. That's what it was. Yeah, and they had like, like oh, a sale no, on vegetables. I yeah, it's a sale on like vegetables yeah. or something at the grocery store. That and shit. He was like, no, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm terrible. <laughs> that shit cracked me up because it's then, like totally not. I was like, oh shit, maybe he's gonna meet his <laughs> match, and he just like totally hangs brain on that like and then beast. In that same see, uh, scene, he's like, how did you get so strong? And he's like. I will tell you my secret. 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and run five kilometers a day. I know. Yeah. You're like, whoa. Because whenever he said that, like when he says, I'll tell you my secret, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and the I think everybody was. They're uh, like, whoa. Like, what happens? Well, like, they told him that. And then Genesis is like, seriously? You're, you're full of shit. Like, yeah. He's like, that's like a regular regimen. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That's more yeah. than I could do. Shit. I should do that. Yeah. That. You yeah. lose all your hair after one punch, Jacob. <laughs> uh, it is a cool show though. I, uh, I really got into it. Uh, I had a friend like recommend it to me and then I watched it just like, um, just like over a couple weeks or whatever, but it was really good, man. Like it was a really strong first season I felt like. So I don't yeah. know if they're going to like follow up with like something just like almost like equally like on that level or I if it's so. going to like drop off or what the deal is going to be. It's been a couple of years since that came out too. So yeah the dub managed to come out by then as well now this uh, uh how far do you know how far ahead the manga is i don't and say i didn't know if they had like caught up to that point or if they were like because some of those series like they get to where they catch up and then mm-hmm. they're like uh, there's a huge delay because like they the gotta the write colors. the shit yeah no like for some <laughs> reason the the later the newer anime is like can't like catch up with the manga and it's like what that's that's never how it's been yeah so I don't know what's going on in Japan right now. <laughs> Get your act together, yeah, Japan. Jesus. Um, I wonder if that's just the product of them trying to like space the shit out or what? I don't know because it took two years for attack on Titan to come out season two. Yeah. And it wasn't even that much of the manga. So that, that's, that's one interesting thing. If we want to talk about attack on Titan. Is like, yeah. I say that's another one that's yeah. like, uh, all that time I had to watch that first season. I haven't yeah. still, um, <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Cause like the story itself is bleak and depressing is all get out. But like the acting, some of the acting in the first season, you're just like, God, I hate you. And, but then the action happens and you're like, God, this is awesome. <laughs> it's cool, man. Like I've it's definitely been on my radar, but, um, I just haven't like taken the time to, like just check it out yet but i've like seen like the concept and everything and i'm like oh that that looks cool but yeah and i definitely have friends that like have like suggested it or whatever but it's like now at this point now as much stuff i have as i have on my list i'm like shit i'm like drowning plus all the stuff that i want to watch just me personally it's like not anime i'm like dang it (laughs) no uh, that show actually got me to watch to read the manga and i've never read a manga before so is it because you got to the end and you're like fuck no i had to read backwards and i was like yeah I start at the beginning. What? Yeah. Um, and, 
no, it's a, I, I read through like a lot of it and then a lot of it just got uninteresting. So I felt bad because I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like some of the, it almost gets to be like filler, like even in the, yeah, even the manga. Yeah. I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> this is the manga. This I can like mindlessly drone through that on TV. I don't yeah. mind, but God damn it. I'm trying to actually read. Yeah. As much as we don't read anymore. Now you're trying to make it hard on me. For real. <laughs> uh, the main one that I, uh, like I know the appeal of those, but like the main one that I was like excited to talk to you about was uh, this JoJo's Big Adventure or but JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Right. Um, I've actually only seen like one or two things about the show because like because like I just haven't like really like looked for anything about it. Yeah. Um, can you talk about like that show and kind of where how did you get into that one? Was that just like a related series or did you like yeah. have a friend tell you about it or well, what? Yeah. A friend of mine is watching it. Well, it, mostly it started from me seeing memes online and they're like the Jojo memes are uh, insane. Like they're, they're some of the weirdest, dumbest memes out there. And uh, one of my friends started watching it and was like, Oh dude, you got to watch Jojo's is hilarious. And I was like, okay, but there's no subs available, like, or dubs available. There weren't any dubs yet. And, um, they, they started airing them earlier this year, I think, if not, or like somewhat last year, end of last year. And, uh, so I've, I got through like the first season and, uh, the, uh, I'm a little bit into the third season. Um, but, or the second season, I guess, but they basically, it's the way I describe it is like every anime trope put together, but like done in a really ridiculous fun way on purpose. <laughs> so like everybody is like muscle bound gods are really strong. And there's, I don't, I think the creator is like super into American music. Cause like there's so many band names who are like the characters names. So like, there's a guy named Zeppeli, like Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay. Uh, the main villain in the first season is named Dio. Like oh, yeah, James yeah. Dio. Huh. And um uh so like heavy western influence on Oh it, yeah. Though. And like the second season uh or at least the first part of the first second part of the first season is um these <laughs> uh, flexing uh gods, Aztec flex gods is what my friend calls them. And one of them's called ACDC. <laughs> what cars? Uh, and um God. and Santana. That's and crazy. it, it kind of like goes throughout like that the entire show. But um, my, my friend gives me crap because I don't want to watch the subs. Yeah, but and we're spoiled, man. Subs, I yeah, can't. Subs are hard to watch, <laughs> dude. But apparently they have the best English in them. Oh. Yeah. So like one of the characters always goes, oh, my God. <laughs> that classic like yeah. anime, like a uh, nod to the, like, to the English. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> God. It's like Team America type yeah. shit. Yeah. Or like a. Uh, yeah, just crazy shit like that. There's even <laughs> there's even clips on on YouTube if you search like JoJo Bad English or something. Yeah. Um every character's name is Jojo Joseph Joestar or Jojo. So That's insane. Yeah. I uh yeah, I've seen like tidbits like I'll see someone share something on Facebook that has like uh, a little bit of it and I'm like, "What the fuck is this show?" Like yeah. And then I found out later it was like, "Oh, that's at JoJo's." Like, yeah, what the JoJo hell is Bizarre this? Adventure. That was actually the first uh, way that I saw One Punch Man. Oh yeah. Was when they were doing that uh that physical test or whatever. Oh yeah. Um and he just like drops trow and like shits on everyone like <laughs> just like killing the test like he does the jump thing and like goes to the roof and 
that was like uh, someone had shared just like that part on Facebook, like as a video, like or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, "What is the show?" And yeah. then a friend of mine had like had actually been watching it, and I was talking to him about. it. I was like, "You seen this One Punch Man?" Yeah. And he's like, "Dude, yeah, that shows the shit. Like, watch on Hulu. Like, it's really good." There's a guy I follow on YouTube who did the cover of that, and he also does a cover of a lot of other cartoon and anime songs. He did a really good One Punch Man. It's probably what is one of his biggest is like heavy metal one punch man theme oh shit you can check that out he's really legit that's funny yeah i like to see like that uh people like have that influence or whatever just oh, yeah. like in what they do like in their daily lives or whatever yeah um yeah kind of speaking of that um we actually had the opportunity not that long ago to uh, to go to wizard world oh yeah and so that was pretty fun um i got tickets because we did a giveaway on the podcast and uh they ended up coming in clutch and giving me like two weekend passes and so I took Jacob the first day and, uh, shit was litty. Litty. Uh, have you, you've been to like, uh, you've been to like a, a con before, right? Yeah, how, I've do, been to a handful of how do you think this one kind of like, ma- uh, like pairs up against those, like matches up against the ones you've been to before? It's, it's pretty good up on there. Like, um, I know it's like, we kind of talked about it that day. It's like, you see all the celebrities and stuff and they're kind of like, like, oh yeah, being nice, but like, <laughs> Also want that thirty dollar for the autograph. So. I know, <laughs> but uh, they they all seem pretty cool. I uh, like. I would have loved to get to know get to talk to Kevin Conroy. I that know been, his his line was super long, Ugh, and I so had like cool. Jane Silent Bob there, or I think it was just no, Jason Muse, and then um, the other guy who was like the clerk. Yeah, uh, I forgot yeah. his name though. But um, and a bunch of other people. One guy you were excited about, Ray Park. Yeah, yeah, Darth Maul. <laughs> so I was pretty geeked about that. Even though um, nobody gives a fuck about Darth Maul. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, Darth Maul is lit though. He's he's the coolest Sith that never got his yeah. his due. Well, and then Ray Ray what was or no what was the other guy? Like Steve like, Cardenas. Yeah, there's like the, in the outfield. Or he was whatever. well, that guy was Steve Cardenas. I think is the Red Ranger. Oh yeah, he was the original Red Ranger. Yeah. Or whatever. That dude got a had a gigantic head. God damn, <laughs> I don't know how they fit a goddamn helmet on that guy. It was I mean, crazy. those helmets are pretty big. Shit, they had to be. This fucker had like a Alec Baldwin head. I remember I always wanted to see him take off the helmets in Power Rangers. I don't know why. And then like they finally did. And it was just like a little buckle thing. Yeah. That, like, pulled apart. <laughs> I was like, that's it. Anticlimax. <laughs> um, yeah. Who was the other? Uh, uh, something Ian. He um, was like in, uh, he was in uh, American Pie. He oh, was like, that's, t- yeah, that's the guy. I yeah. He, he was Tara Reed's. uh boyfriend in america pie but he was also rookie of the year yeah that's it that's what and i was so, thinking of but yeah like uh i don't know if it was that day that i was with you there but he actually does music now oh yeah so he did like an acoustic set up like on that stage yeah up on that stage nice. like where you walk in like when you first walk in at wizard world there was like this little stage they're doing like costume contests yeah. and all kinds of other bullshit but <laughs> um they had him up there um and he did like an acoustic set of like all these songs and he did Stacy's mom, oh. like, you know, Stacy's mom's yeah. got it going on, but he repl- he said Stifler's mom. <laughs> I was just like, fucking guy still living. Like he's trying to really have his, uh, his, his American by glory days. All the, there's like kids there. They're like, what's that? Yeah. What's, what's a Stifler? Don't worry about it, son. Um, no, we, um, also did the speed dating. Oh yeah. That yeah. Yeah. We I, had a, uh, a, 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 uh, an experience like walking around like there was a a, a very well endowed young lady walking around <laughs> uh getting trying to get people to sign up for uh speed dating and 
I don't know. It was like it was like nerd speed dating. I don't yeah, remember it what like it was geeky, called. Like, like what the sci-fi speed dating. Yeah, I don't remember what like the that. actual branding was, but it was like a. You know, you try to go to this con and then meet like someone that is into the same shit that you are. I guess. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was like, man, this might be cool. Like, so Jacob was like, yeah, let's like I'll try it or whatever. So first of all, we had to get like into the wait list for that shit. Yeah. I was like, damn, like what? Yeah, <laughs> we had to come back like thirty minutes after that, that stuff. Like men are just pieces of meat like <laughs> throw you to the dogs whatever uh and only the guys had to pay too it was oh, like yeah. 20 dollars for the guy uh, and then the chick uh was free yeah but having to put up with the potential like sexual harassment i guess it's <laughs> i guess they shouldn't have to pay because it's i i wouldn't do that if i no, was a girl yeah. um but i was surprised at how many women were there yeah. um i actually i got to go in there for a little bit while jacob was like it's like, it's just like speed dating. So you like go around like a chair yeah. and you like talk to these people for like two minutes or something, yeah. was it? And then you, uh, I don't know. It was like a, just really bizarre like system was, yeah, that they had like, odd. Uh, and then like, so half the girls I talked about Star Trek with, cause like they had some kind of Star Trek memorabilia on their person and then on their person. And I was like, have I talked about Star Trek to every girl in this room? And then I also had my number. They gave you a little number, and I was forty-two. So nice. be like, I'm the answer in the, the to the question to everything. And they were like, "Oh, they like that." And then they didn't give me their number. So thanks. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. Well, you just didn't wow them, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> I uh, I hung out most of the time for with one of the girls' sisters, I think, and it was just funny. Like we we're just like looking around like how shit. nervous people were well it's just like people were so nervous <laughs> it was like jesus well uh one of the girls or one of the women there was the mom of the girl right next to her oh yeah that was kind of awkward yeah, like, i was like what um okay you single <laughs> she don't have to call me dad <laughs> yeah that was it's kind of odd like the people people are just brazen too at that like they don't oh, yeah. there's like whatever like i'll say whatever and do whatever yeah um, but then we did the trivia. Yeah. Yeah. So then lit. after that, after the, uh, <laughs> after the, uh, the speed dating thing, there was a bust. Um, we walked around for a little bit more and then they had a, uh, trivia, like a trivia game or whatever. Like you, uh, and we almost missed it too. Cause like we f- like low key forgot about it and yeah. then it was like, Oh shit. Like let's run back up there. And so, uh, yeah. Talk about the trivia, man. That was fun. Yeah. That was crazy. Cause like I do a lot of trivia anyway well bar trivia i haven't done it in a while but i need to get back into that and anytime something says trivia i'm like yes we gotta do that <laughs> that's a me yeah that's, that's a me um so we ran up there real quick and they're about to start and then we got our thing and um you wanted to make our team name uh nine inch males yeah nine inch males was, our, it. was our team name ha 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 and um so it was <laughs> the questions were like weird it was like Name the year this comic came out, but also this major event happened. Yeah, in history. Yeah. Like, and uh, then it was like, name the shape of this or what comic It was like it's a from. gun. It was like oh, a yeah, weapon. Was, yeah, name the weapon. Yeah, and they give you like silhouette. the silhouette and yeah. you have to say who. And different things like that. Who who the weapon, who used the weapon and yeah. what the weapon was called. Yeah. And what's funny was we missed a lot. Yeah, I and, felt like we were like freaking shit in the bed on a yeah. lot of them. And then we... Uh, like at the end he was like, all right, this team named it. And we're like, uh, he hadn't said our name yet. And it was getting on up there. And it was like, 
tied between first place, this guy and Nine Inch Males. And we were just like, what? We won? Yeah, it was so nuts. We ended up winning uh, two passes to Thor Ragnarok and uh, two passes to next year's Wizard World. Yeah, that shit was lit, man. Yeah, so thanks to Wizard World. Yeah, shout out to Wizard World. Uh, you guys are awesome. That shit was super fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely go next year. Yeah. Not just because I got free passes, but <laughs> because I wanted to. Uh, yeah, that trivia, the guy that did the trivia actually ended up doing a, uh, he was funny, but he ended up doing like the, uh, the next day he did the playthrough of like a build your own D and D game, like oh, live. Yeah. And so I think you, you only went with me the first day and then that D and D thing was the second day. <laughs> and so it was really funny. Like we got there and I was with Josh Unruh from, oh, yeah. uh, Okie Geek podcast and uh i can't remember i think his cousin or something um anyway we like go like totally not knowing what to expect like how is this going to go through like how's this going to be and so uh they actually ended up bringing in people from like oklahoma city improv oh nice and um they would let like uh the people in the audience like they would pick like the left side or the right side they would say what class are they and then you'd say it and then what's their special ability? And they'd say that. And then you'd like roll for, he had like a little, um, website pulled up where you could like roll like the dice or whatever, like, oh, nice. or the die for, um, whatever, like the strength of whatever it was. Yeah. And so that was pretty funny. Like to just, oh, it's totally like crowdsourced. <laughs> and so it ended up being pretty like slapstick. Like it was funny. Like I actually knew one of the girls was doing like the improv, like I went to high school with her. So I was like, <laughs> this is random, but yeah, it was. It ended up being really funny, but I was just talking to you about it because I, uh, I've been trying to get like a D and D game going with uh, sure. some of my friends. But you've been playing for some time now, right? Yeah, about a um, handful of years, like five years or so. Started in college, and um, one of my friends, he was like a friend, a brother of a friend, and then like we ended up just being chill. And he runs a lot of games uh, over in Edmond, and so we just go over to his house and roll some bones, make some characters. <laughs> and, uh, um, my first game I played was, uh, Dr- the Dresden files RPG. So it wasn't even uh D and D like people are used to, but, um, Dresden files, one of my favorite book series, uh, FYI go read it. And, um, so I, I played D and D actually it took a while because, um, the previous editions like Pathfinder, um, they're kind of not very fun. <laughs> and D and D five E is the latest one, which um has been kind of synonymous with D and D right now. And that one is actually really fun. The mechanics actually feel easy to understand for the most part, and DMs don't have to rack their brain trying to figure out how to work work in this world. Um you can create a character fairly easily. Um I have a campaign right now going. Um we're we're using extended characters and races. But I'm playing a kobold rogue. Kobolds are little dinosaurs, essentially, little dragons. Tight. And uh, so, like, I speak draconic and... Uh, um, Bowie. But I'm like, I can't go out in the sun, or much like real life, and, or <laughs> I'm at disadvantage. And um, so, like, I'm super, super sneaky. So, like, I have a plus nine to, like, slide a hand. Oh, shit. And plus seven or eight to stale- stealth. So, like, I'm just puff of smoke gone all the time i mean that's the way to be like i have a uh i have a couple friends that i work with and they're both in like separate like D campaigns or whatever yeah and i think they're both they both kind of play like the uh brains over brawn 
type sure. of a they're like a wizard or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wizards are fun, but they're also like you have to manage a lot of a lot of shit. Yeah, I can't remember what one of the like, and I was you know talking to you about it earlier. Is like I don't actually like know a whole lot. Like I'm just really interested to like try to get into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that what that comes from. I don't know if it's just because so many people that I know do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's but really it's definitely cool seen now. like a resurgence from like uh, Stranger Things coming on and like people well, yeah, that. seeing that. Like uh, they're like, oh, like I forgot that was a thing or whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one of the guys I actually work with, his name's Christopher and he was talking about, um, the first game he played with, he played on. And I can't remember if I told you about this or not, but he was telling me he kind of got spoiled cause like, uh, his first DM would like build out their entire game as they went in Minecraft. Oh God. Yeah. Like I can't remember. I don't think it was like a that. whole full time job, like wow. <laughs> outside of like his like day job. Man. But he, that was like his entire experience, like playing for the first time. Oh God. And so it's like one of those things, like your perception is your reality. So he was like, I guess he just assumed that's like how it was. So like his next campaign was like a, uh, you know, on paper and he's like, what the fuck? Like what? Uh, <laughs> where's the Minecraft? Shouldn't we be making Minecraft right now? Yeah. You fight the uh, where's dragon. the PS4? Like what the heck? The Ender Dragon comes at you. Roll for initiative. Um, it was, a, uh, it was like a, just like a funny thing to just talk about like his perception, like yeah. how he thought it was versus how it ended up no, being. And now no, he's used dude. to playing like, yeah. he's used to playing like that now. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's just funny. Like some of the people get so extra with it, but <laughs> it's just like with anything, you know, if it's like your thing, then you go all out for it. Sure. Um, but one of the cool things about like, uh, we talked about Josh earlier, Josh Unruh. Um, he does, he actually does a thing and I, I really want to give him a plug for it just cause I think it's cool. Um, it's, uh, adventures for ed- adventure from scratch.com. And so I don't know if you heard about it or if I told you about it after okay. I talked to him. Um, but they actually do, he's like teamed up. So Josh from Okie Geek podcast is teamed up with like a guy that's like a cook. He's like a chef mm. and, uh, he'll, he'll like run your game for you. Like Josh will. And the chef like make you like this gourmet meal and like you come in and it's like a, it's just like a thing like you come do like on a date or like if That's you're like cool. wanting to do it with your friends Run a one shot. and he'll, he'll like, yeah, he'll like move, like, like scope out your whole game, like build it all out and like be your DM and everything. Like you could do like a one, a one day type thing or like a campaign type thing. Um, but yeah, he has like that chef partnered with him and they kind of like make a gourmet meal and That's like, cool. just like eat and like hang out and like play that game. Man. Um, but yeah, that was, I wanted to be sure to give him a plug for that. Um, yeah. just cause I thought that was like a cool thing. I don't know. He um, was it adventure from scratch.com? I already forgot, but yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Like he told me about it just cause like I had mentioned that I had wanted to maybe like possibly get into playing it. But now that I realize like people like want to get it, they get excited about wanting to play. And then when you try to get them to oh, actually yeah. commit, they're like, uh, <laughs> And I'm like, bitch. That's a lot of writing. And I'm like, bitch. And I'm like, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I think Kellen that's been on before too, Kellen McGugan. Oh, yeah. He plays. He's in the D&D campaigns. It was like all these people that I know oh, yeah. like play. And I'm the like, problem is that, I'm trying like, to get into it. <laughs> the problem is you can't ever get going with a group. Like it's usually, it's either like half the people are going to be gone like every time. And then you, eventually you're just like, whatever. So it's, it's tough to get everybody to commit to a time and stay to it. Cause a lot of people have, I mean, life gets in the way of everything, which yeah. is understandable, but like the same time, it's like, come on, you can't meet once a week. Like, yeah. It could be in a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be in a bickety bitch. I mean, you said it, but <laughs> well, you thought it. So yeah, got him. <laughs> uh, how many games are you like playing in right now? Like how many campaigns are you um, part of? I'm in one right now. I'm actually about to start another one. I think this weekend, 
nice. um, with some friends. And uh, um, I don't know how I'm going to treat that one because I'm like, I don't want to go crazy with my character and make all this backstories. So I'm just going to be like a human fighter, human monk or something. Monks are so fun to play. I love monks because it's basically like Jackie Chan, uh, Bruce Lee, fighter. Nice. You get, you get points that specifically like give you more attacks and stuff. So like you're like, I'm, I'm going to attack and then another level you get two attacks per turn. So you're like two attacks and then you spend a point to get another turn. So you get four attacks and you could spend another point to get six attacks. You're just like shitting on them. Yeah. You're just like dropping trout at that point. fighting like JoJo in that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what Christopher said his character was. Maybe a mage? Is that a thing? Um, yeah, that's definitely well, I wizard. I think that's what he did. Is that the same thing? Uh, yeah, like wizard, druid, um, warlock. Yeah, I can't remember. Magic I, th- I thought that's what he said, but I mean, a lot of characters can use magic. Like paladins can use magic. Rogues. Um, you can also multi-class where it's like I you got like two hybrid. Levels. Yeah, I got two levels as a fighter, but I want to go paladin, a rogue, or something like that, or even wizard, so I can get some spells along with my fighting. Swaggy. Yeah. Yeah. He just talked about, and I was telling you earlier how he kind of like. Um, built his character to be more like brains over brawn type of thing. Sure. And so he like, he's really like heavy on like, influ- fighters, what like <laughs> he's like heavy on like an influence type yeah. thing. So he like, it really like makes people like do what he wants them to do type of thing. Oh yeah. He's got a lot of and charisma. So he was telling me about, yeah, that's what it was. Charisma. Yeah. And he was telling me about like, you know, they like got this, they met up with this, like got attacked by this group of like werewolves or some crazy oh, yeah. shit. And they were like, not going to be able to like defeat him. Oh, and he actually like sounds like a mean DM. Yeah, he was like able to um, like use his influence to like let oh. them make them leave him alone. I would have just disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would have ghosted, <laughs> ghosted him. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty cool. Like I, I, I get excited talking about it, and I hope maybe one day I can actually like play in a game, <laughs> like play maybe someday start a campaign. Um, but yeah, I'm like I'm talking to some people about starting one, so we'll see how it goes. But um, what would you play, human? I don't know. I, I really want to do, I like, I try to get into the weeds about it and like just really try to research. Yeah. So I'd really want to like dive in and like find like the coolest shit that I thought was like the coolest thing. Go for it. What do you think I would be? What do you think I'd be good at? Uh, I mean, easiest ones are like human and like the fighting classes, like, um, rogue and paladin and fighter. Um, but I mean, there's elves. Dragonborns are cool. Is that what uh, you said you were in that other one? Well, I'm a kobold, which is like oh, yeah. a little dragon um, who can't go out into the sun. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, dragon boards are just half people, half dragon. Oh, okay. So you can like fly and swaggy uh, claws and stuff. Boy. But you're also like a monster. And I like fuck with that. Depending on the setting. I'm a monster on the inside anyway. So that's. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You are Harold. <laughs> um. Another thing I was kind of excited about was um, hopefully getting to do some like anime movies up here at the tower. Oh yeah. Um, and so you had talked about like um, Princess Mononoke being like one of your favorite. Yeah. Is that like your favorite of the Ghibli series? Um, or do you say Ghibli or Ghibli? I say Ghibli. I say Ghibli. Um, it's hard to tell because like I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen like a good amount of them. And after I can make a judgment, like I like Ghibli movies. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite because one thing, one weird thing I always have with anime movies in particular is that you never can tell what's going on with them until like the end of the movie. And then it's like, Oh, okay. That like fills everything in. Yeah. Like Akira, like what's happening? Just, <laughs> just some psychic kid killing everybody. So like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Until the you end where it. he turns into a 
Ghost Monster. Spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen that movie from 88, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're shit out of the luck. Statutor- the, statutor- the statute of limitations on spoilers <laughs> yeah. has run out. You're done. <laughs> no, but like that and Corinthus Mononoke is similar where it's like she's running around killing dudes that are attacking the forest. But why is it? And then you find out later it's because of the forest spirit or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like that. I really like even though it does the same thing that I just mentioned was like Kiki's delivery service <laughs> where she just, it's a real fun, cute movie. Yeah. She just run around doing jobs. Sometimes you don't need like a reason yeah. to like something. It's just like, but I, I did, think the shit's cool. Like, yeah, what? I did watch grave of the fireflies. That shit made you cry. Uh, it didn't make me cry, but I was like, God, this is sad. Yeah, man. I can't. That had your boy tearing up for sure. Yeah. If I had a couple drinks, I would have cried for sure. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah. I love you. Uh, that one is, I think just anything Ghibli is like very influential for people. Oh yeah. Um, and I talked to Mike Allen about oh, it. Spirit away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Um, and it, he kind of talks about, like, you know, the themes and it's like the, you, you know, you said like the, the, uh, forest like spirit and mm-hmm. everything is like very in a tonal way is like very like a derivative of like the man versus man, like man sure. versus self, man versus nature, things like that. So you see like those underlying themes, to where it's like, you know, there's layers to this movie, but it's still at the same time could be a fun movie. Oh, yeah. And so uh, one of the other ones you mentioned was the Animatrix. Oh, yeah. And I really like, it's really fun to me that you mentioned that because that kind of falls into the advent of like something we talk about um, on the show is, you know, what what could be considered like American anime. Yeah. And I think that's like, yeah, point blank. That's exactly oh, like on the nose, like yeah. American anime. Like if it's directly influenced by anime. Yeah. Uh, Japanese anime. And uh, so like, yeah, I remember watching that when this, when it came out, like when the second Matrix did, I'm pretty sure. And uh, the, I think it was the, the second one on the series where it, does, it explains what happened to uh, get to where it was in the Matrix. That really fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, could this happen? <laughs> And then you see like all the all the stuff about the Google robots and AI, yeah. and you're like, "It's happening!" Oh, this uh, they could be harvesting my organs soon. <laughs> no, that's funny, man. It's yeah. definitely, uh, yeah, that's I, definitely. I don't even know if I remember the rest of them. There's one where a guy was running and was trying to break out of the matrix and then failed. Yeah, and but I forgot the rest. Well, it's just like, uh, and you could side by side those with like any you know, a slew of anime. Oh yeah. And you can see like the influence there. Um, I think we talked about it. Like if you parallel it with Dragon Ball Z, there's like outright scenes that you could see that are like, did you guys like steal this? Like <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people do like a uh, split screens on like YouTube or whatever. They like, make a video and they show, uh, the animatrix versus like oh. Dragon Ball Z. And it's like, or even like the matrix, yeah. the movie itself. Um, like the whole highway scene in like the second movie where Neo did a Kamehameha. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And then like the whole, like when they're like doing everything, oh. they're like everything that they do, like the fight with, um, with Smith, like in the rain or whatever. Oh yeah. That was it's like, that's definitely Dragon super Ball. Dragon Ball Z. And that's like, why I was like, this is awesome. And yeah, everybody's, yeah. And everybody else is like, this movie suck. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's why, um, Superman man of steel. I like to say that's, uh, the best Dragon Ball movie. <laughs> Man, that's uh, you don't like evolution. Uh, you know, I tried to watch it 
once. I think I was drinking or something. And then I'm sorry like, to hear that. I like put it on and it was like the corniest shit I've ever seen. In yeah, the first it was five bad. And I was like, no, I'm good. Well, that's like another theme that we talk about is like, uh, you know, people trying to adapt. And oh, I don't yeah. think it's just, I think it's just, I've accepted that there's just it's never going to be, happen. yeah, there's never going to be a good no. one. Even like if a Japanese director was hired by some studio, they, I don't think they would get it right. Well, isn't that what they're saying? Isn't that what was supposed to be happening with Akira? Um, I've not heard that. I've heard like Jordan Peele and then Jordan Peele. Yeah. Directing it. Yeah. The fuck. And then, um, well that, that I don't think that's going to happen though, but there was in talks for that. And then the guy who just did Thor, I forgot his name. Oh, Tiki. It would just be funny as hell then. Yeah. It would just be all (laughs) jokes. Oh, Canada. I remember that time that we, uh, yeah. That would, uh, man, that would be an interesting one to see, like, as an adaptation. Um, but yeah, like I said, like, I, I, to the, to date, I don't think it's ever been done well. So, no, they're going to try to do it and they're going to try to make a buck off of it, yeah. probably. But I watched the Death Note movie. Just like, fuck it. And I was like, this is just garbo nonsense. I don't know why <laughs> they why this exists. I felt so robbed. Yeah, it's just like, oh man, it's a def- it's a difficult thing to try to condense into one movie. Yeah. And so that's like the problem with it. And that's like uh The Last Airbender was like a oh, perfect yeah. example. What's, like, so, what's funny for me is that I watched that first. I watched the movie first. Really? And then I watched the series and was like, this is amazing. They totally fucked it up. I like never got into the uh show. The to show be honest. is probably one of the best cartoons, animated programs ever. Yeah. And that and, was like a was that American or was yeah, that Canadian? It's totally American. Well, I don't know about Canadian. It was Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that being on Nickelodeon. And yeah. kind of like, Nick, I mean, Nick you wouldn't look to Nickelodeon to kind of be your source of anime, but that's kind of like, I mean, that's dead ass like a American anime. Yeah, that and Korra, Legend of Korra. That came came out on right there. after Butt Ugly Martians. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those garbage ass shows they would show like on there? Like, Man, they still show all that eh. stuff. But then they had like lit ass ones like uh, Fairly Odd Parents and all those. I, had, I didn't watch all those. Oh, really? I thought uh, those were the shit. Um, but yeah, it was just funny kind of to see that like in that middle of the block. You're yeah. like, there's one thing that's just like a one off like dumb kids show. Well, I can't make it look too anime or the, yeah. the parents would be like, oh, that's those. Japanese cartoons. Yeah. Like it's just strange to see it. Like it's almost disjointed because like you'll have like SpongeBob and then, um, last airbender and then, but ugly Martians or something. (laughs) So it's like in between these two, like completely irrelevant Mm -hmm. shows. You're like, what the hell? Like, (laughs) Oh, I don't remember. I I don't, I didn't watch it first run. So I I just remember like just flipping through and like seeing it on randomly and like, Staying in for a couple minutes of it, but it was like one of those things, kind of like with Full Metal Alchemist. Like, oh, yeah. I wasn't invested and I didn't know what was yeah. going on. So it's like, well, I'm not going to watch this. Like, That's why TV's dead. Yeah. You can't follow anything. <laughs> but it's just funny, like how you get whenever you're like, I don't know. For me, I have to be like in on the, I like to try to start like wherever it is, like in the beginning, which is funny because like with Dragon Ball Z, you don't start You can at the just beginning. jump in anywhere. Yeah. You're good. Even with like the beginning, like the first season, it's like, that's like right after Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, that's right as, as so, it starts. Yeah, and so and we talk about that. As a kid, you're just like, oh, yeah, I, I accept this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've talked to a couple of guests about, and they're like, why did we just blindly just have be like, oh, this guy's the, cool. Have you ever watched the original Dragon Ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got the first season of it, and it's ridiculous. I I don't like Dragon Ball that much. It's not that crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's very like, just normal anime. It's not like Dragon Ball Z at all, where it's going crazy. It's like... 
goofy little kid who becomes it's a campy. goofy teenager. It's campy. Yeah, it's campy. Uh, I had some manga that was uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah. And that shit was crazy. Like, I, I love the part at the beginning where it's like Goku's never seen a girl before. Yeah, and he like looks up her like, dress. Oh, where's your pee-pee at? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Goku, I mean. It's inside. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like the the difference, and we've talked about this too, but like just like the differences between the adaptation. Whereas like I, I read like a couple issues of like the manga that was just original Dragon Ball yeah, and uh, how crazy it is. Like super like perverted, like master Roshi, oh, yeah. like perving out like more so than Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The yeah. tones definitely is, it's a, it's a lot different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember one issue I'm like reading through and it's just like a, almost like trying to use the bathroom and then like Roshi <laughs> shrinks down and like oh, he somehow can shrink. Man. And so he like shrunk down and went to the bathroom and was like, was trying to watch her like piss. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, his like nose is bleeding. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Man. But it's like that, you know, you don't know that as like a, you know, whatever, 11, 12 year old kid that yeah. that's like a common trope over in Japan, like the dirty <laughs> old man, like the, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like kind of common here, but then, you well, a, I mean, it's just like you a, get articles written about you if you do that. It's just, <laughs> It's just like a, it's just like one of those things about it being a trope though. It's just like, it's, it's more like ingrained into their, into their culture. And they're like, oh yeah, it's like a funny thing. Like that's, there's nothing to <laughs> funny that. old perverts. Yeah. And it's just like, what yeah. the fuck? Like this guy's like trying to watch this chick pee. <laughs> Why like, is his nose bleeding? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is that, I never got that either. I was just like, so, what the they fuck? must be really low in iron or something <laughs> like that. I, uh. But yeah, just talking to people about that and just how you just co- completely accept <laughs> Dragon Ball Z at the beginning. And you're like, I don't know this guy, but this show seems fun. Like, why should I carry as a kid? Like, what? And so it's just funny. And then watching it all the way through. And I remember yeah. doing that. And it may have been because like they, I don't know if they just never finished. They hadn't finished the dub yet or what the deal was. But watching all the way through to the end of Namek Saga. Yeah. And thinking, oh man, like it finally happened. We're going to get some new shit. I was lit. And then it started all like the whole way um, back over. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? Then it's like, oh, well, now even Gohan goes Super Saiyan like like that. So Yeah. And it's like, well, Super Saiyan is nothing now. Yeah, like definitely. But but back then it was like that first it was like, like fucking lit. The yeah, the first image of like Goku is like a yeah. Super Saiyan. I remember uh, it was that funny. shit's crazy. <laughs> it was really funny cuz I um I was in like middle school or something when that was what it was going on and I didn't watch it at that time which is funny because like I didn't I started watching it was like 18 to 19 and then like <laughs> um, this girl I knew she would always talk to me like oh yeah Dragon Ball is awesome and Goku's going about to go Super Saiyan it's gonna be so cool and I was like yeah okay whatever and now now would have been like yes it's awesome Burr. That's what- <laughs> um, yeah it's just like funny like the way it is it ends up being you're just like well it's just why do I even like, why did I even get into this? But then you like, there's just something innate there. Yeah. Um, kind of like with the Jojo's, um, is that where you said that like the, uh, people have like, uh, names of like, uh, oh, yeah. musicians or whatever. Yeah. And then, well, it's also just like very camp, like extremely campy. Like we said, Dragon Ball is campy. Like this is like camp on purpose <laughs> just for the sake of it. Oh yeah. And it's like, they do poses and, yeah. and it's like the Ginyu force. Yeah. yeah kind of, but like the, less sucky yeah <laughs> um but it's just funny to see like that influence of like the western culture oh yeah uh, do you think that maybe had like an intention like an initial had a draw to you because i know you're a fan of like 
kind of throwback music in a way like Led Zeppelin shit like that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really into classic rock. So like that, that was really funny to see. It's and, funny. Cause like yeah. when you see stuff like that, it's almost like it was there for you. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, like, yeah, I, I'm aware of that. And so yeah. it kind of like ingrains it in a way that maybe it hadn't been before. And then like later on there's characters like this one's called killer queen oh, or yeah. like, uh, just shit like that. And it just gets so ridiculous. Yeah, that's funny the way that they, you like end up seeing that influence, and then like you don't really think about it, like the way that that ends up affecting you, and like yeah. ends up making it be something that you like. It's just like from some innate thing, but just because you're a fan of like, uh, and it may not be because you're a fan of like the classic rock or anything, but it's just like one of those things that sticks out that like makes it it's like wait. interesting to you. Yeah. Um, speaking of like, it's interesting to me because I'm the same way, but that you kind of have like a diverse like music like taste yeah. just like me. And so uh like Daft Punk, like The Who, Foster the People. That's kind of like all over the board. Yeah, I, um, I kind of wanted to get a little bit of everything. Do you like uh, was that kind of like did you grow up listening to all kinds of different stuff or was it just like you looking for stuff actively and that's kind of how like you've tailored your music taste? How do you think that came about that you liked was, all these different genres and everything? Yeah, it was it's hard it was hard to Cause I don't know where it happened, but I just remember like one day I was like, I like rock music. And I remember getting the queen greatest hits album and just like singing that in my mirror. Cause like the queen's awesome. And then like, I wanted all of the Led Zeppelin, like the box set of all Led Zeppelin albums. And I ended up getting that when I was like a teenager. So like all these classic rock, about anything I could get my hands on or listen to like anything that was on classic rock radio which now is kind of annoying because they still play the same song. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So like Tom Petty rip in peace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you know, David Bowie, uh, all the dead people, all the dead ones. Ozzy. Uh, is he Sabbath. dead? He's not dead. Oh, okay. I was like, but, what the fuck? I mean, he should be, <laughs> he's going to outlive us. Like yeah. Keith Richards. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. He's, he's like Methuselah. He's like about, or the Beatles. How like, old is he about 900 years old? The Beatles is crazy. Cause like everybody knows the Beatles, but like the there's, they have so many good songs. And my parents used to be like, Oh, I don't like those hippie songs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like your shit too. Yeah. Yeah. I like don't know. Growing up, like, did you not like that? No, I think they did too many drugs and are ashamed of it or um. something. <laughs> or, uh, my mom was like, Oh, I don't like Fleetwood Mac. And I'm like, what? Fleetwood Mac is lit. Yeah. Who doesn't like Fleetwood Mac? I don't know. That's funny. Well, your mom, but oh well, yeah, she likes Barry Manwood. What the fuck? Yeah. That kind of knolls everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, she doesn't listen to this. Sorry, mom. She doesn't know anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jake's mom's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you shitting on me on this podcast. <laughs> How imagine your mom sounds. Yeah, yeah, it's not just like it. <laughs> but um yeah, so I got into all that and then um honestly it was kind of like you know, that kid is like little like any other genres. And then like finally grew up, graduated high school. Like I, I still didn't I haven't listened to a lot different. Like I don't listen to a lot of rap, but I there's some of you I got into like when Gnarls Barkley was real big. Um and then like I ended up getting a kid cutty. It was really cool. And then, like, I don't know where transition was. Probably when I started listening to Daft Punk, it was, like, oh, this, like, electronic house music is really cool. And, like, dubstep was cool whenever I was in college. And dubstep is, it doesn't age very well. <laughs> like, not at it all. It does hardly. not slap still. No. It don't slap no more. No. But, like, 
at the t- whenever you're just like, I need some something to loud to just bump to. <laughs> yeah. And and so like stuff like that. Um, electronic music became really interesting because, you know, everybody's like, oh, I hate tech now. But it's you don't realize it. It changes every measure. Like there's little minute changes that you can hone in on. And then you're like, OK, all right. All right. It's like kind of like building on a thought. Yeah, it's building up. It's building up or at least building forward. So that's that's one thing that got me interested in it. And then like listening to Daft Punk's live album, which I think I put one of the songs on your list, um, was just like they they live out live show, which is already cool. And then they the whole set is them fusing a lot of their songs together. So I recommend that entire album for a listen um, to understand like electronic music and it hear its variances and whatnot. Like when the tower had Yodo here. Oh yeah. A few months ago. That laser show that was like yeah. to accompany it. Yeah. I feel bad cause I left early cause I was really tired. What the but fuck? I, but I, they also went on super late and like I, uh, um, I had been working that night. Aaron like threw a thing at me. He was like, here, take tickets. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um, no, it was super cool. And, uh, like just, I don't think I'd been to an EDM show either. So, like with all the lasers going and everybody with their flow and dancing. Damn. I don't, I don't get Light into that, but and shit. all that's cool. That's crazy. I never did robotic either, but I almost did once. Man, I never got into that shit. I don't know if I could have fucked with that too much. Yeah, I'm not a partier like that, but I do like to listen to music. Yeah. Of all people, my wife actually went to that once. Yeah. And she's just like... Uh, Is that real, Matt? She... <laughs> I, uh... No, it was just like funny. It was like one of those things that her friend, she's always getting drugged somewhere with, by a friend. And so, uh, was she on the pictures? She that, got like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. the, they post them like the next day or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she hated it. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I will never go back to that. But she got drugged to the volleyball courts whenever we were playing. That's how I met her. Oh, so I was cute. like, nice. You're like, Hey, you like anime? I was like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I have this podcast. Oh, wait, I didn't have it yet. <laughs> Shit. I didn't have any clout yet. Oh, you know, you got clout. Fuck. You can get all the, all the <laughs> wives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know how I do, you know how I be doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of like some of the tower shows, is that kind of how you got into, uh, my so-called band? I know you mentioned that oh, yeah. you're kind of into them as like a local outfit. Yeah, I, feel, I feel bad cause I don't know many local bands. I kind of stick to what I know. Um, but they were, uh, they're really cool on Halloween weekend up here. Um, yeah, and, and I had heard of them before, but I was like, cover band, like, I'm, I could play Guitar Hero and be a cover band, like, <laughs> and then I heard them play and I was like, oh, they're not bad. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I honestly wish I could think of a local band just to plug right now. I remember, uh, when I went to the Smash Mouth show here at the tower, um, a band called Husbands was opening Oh yeah, for Husbands. And they were pretty, they are pretty nice. Yeah. They're pretty neat. Pretty like Weezer. Oh shit! Really? Felt like Weezerish. I fuck with that. So, yeah. If you hear about them, give them a listen. Um, well, it's like a, it's kind of a cool thing. Like you talked about how like it was here at the tower, and the tower is actually kind of putting on, like putting those local bands on right now because they're, the they're doing a, uh, they're doing like a coops showcase. Yeah, and like having like local bands come out and play and stuff. And so I think that's kind of cool. Is that is that? I mean, I know you like volunteer here a lot at the tower, like doing mm-hmm. like a, 
like taking tickets and stuff like that. Is that kind of like one of the main draws for like the city for something like that to have it be so uh, like cohesive, like have it, have all the, have all these opportunities for like bands to come out and play. Like it's really cool. I think it is Um, really cool. And I think it's, it's a venue that's not like a lot of other venues in the city. Like it's not, uh, the 89th Street Collective or the conservatory. Oh man. Rest in peace. The conservatory. Yeah. Uh, where it's like just, a room for a band to play to, you know, 50 people. Yeah. Or uh, it's not, um, the criterion of really big venue or it's not diamond ballroom. Oh man. Uh, which I don't Went to many there. a quinceanera there. <laughs> or it's not like a farmer's market where it's like <laughs> a wedding reception. Um, it's, you know, it's its, its own, own thing. thing. Yeah. And, a lot of the community here in the Paseo are really want to see that grow. And, um, luckily they had some really good bands come through like, um, smash Roth was cool. Um, well, uh, the Mavericks. People oh yeah. Go, yeah. People, people go nuts for that. Like dudes at walkers are going nuts for, for the Mavericks. It was people crazy. Walkers. Yeah. Like 60 year olds wearing cowboy hats. Were Shit. Just whooping and hollering. And that was pretty cool. And, um, and then they had Irma Thomas here, which is yeah, like yeah, the yeah. soul, um, New Orleans soul. That was really cool to see that. Um, so, I mean, they're getting a really wide variety of people. And I'm really, uh, you know, glad that it's here. And I I just want to, you know, do what I can to help the tower, um, help my friends run it, you know, whatever they need uh, to get this going. And if you ever thought about a tower show, go for it. I'm going to crystal method, another EDM band. Nice. Um, in like a few weeks, I think. Yeah, it's coming up. So I bought a ticket for that and I'm going to try not to work it. <laughs> yeah. Try not to get, yeah, uh, get roped in. Bamboozled into yeah. working. <laughs> and I think, um, what's the, well, I forgot the guy's name, John Moreland, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's going to be playing, uh, in December. Yeah. That'll be lit. And one of my friends going to that. So I'll, uh, and Maria Bamford, of course. Oh yeah, is that yeah. the uh, stand-up show? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. It's kind of like a good. It's a cool like variety of events. So that's yeah. pretty exciting. Uh, well, cool, Jacob. Thanks again for coming out, man. Yeah, um, uh, again, you could follow us on social media: Tunes and Tunes Podcast, T U N E S slash T O O N S, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And so, yeah, thanks again, Jacob. No problem.